You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard every Saturday and Sunday morning at 11 on Zoomer Radio. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Virginia Tourism. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Hi, this is Chris Robinson and welcome to a special edition of The Travel Show on location south of the border in Virginia. Each year, we take the travel show on location down to Virginia as we take a road trip through a different part of this popular U.S. state. We've taken listeners to Virginia's cultural region in the north, along the musical Crooked Road in the southwest, and on the delectable Oyster Trail on the Atlantic coast. This week, we're on the road in the mountains of Virginia to experience the fall colours in and around Shenandoah National Park. After a short flight to Washington, D.C., we've picked up a rental car and 90 minutes later, here we are in Luray, Virginia, gateway to northern Shenandoah. And my Virginia road trip mentor is Christy Braggington, International Media Relations Manager with Virginia Tourism Corporation, who listeners may remember was with me on Virginia's Oyster Trail last year. So thanks for opening up a whole new part of the old Dominion, Christy. You're welcome, Chris. Fall is definitely a great time to visit Virginia. In fact, we like to say Virginia is for fall lovers. I'm Uh, sure you've heard that phrase. Very good. (laughs) People talk all the time about the eastern seaboard and the colors up there, but really... Virginia has as many fantastic colors during the fall as the eastern seaboard does. And for Canadians, it's so easy to get here. You're right. I mean, a quick trip down on Porter Airlines, Air Canada, United, they all offer direct flights. Um, If you fly into Dulles, which is further west in Virginia, it's a quick, like you said, 90-minute drive over to Luray, which we look at as one of the gateway cities into Shenandoah National Park. And once you get into Shenandoah or even all through the Shenandoah Valley and then along Skyline Drive and the Blue Ridge Parkway, the views are just spectacular. So really, who needs the eastern seaboard? Come to Virginia. (laughs) Well, and I have, and I'm so looking forward to this. And of course, we're starting out in this delightful little town of Luray. Yes, Luray, home to Luray Caverns. And like I said, gateway to Shenandoah National Park. Let's go to Luray Caverns. That sounds like a brilliant idea to me. Well, a few weeks ago on the Travel Show, we had a Travel Show first by recording an interview 35,000 feet up in the air above the Atlantic. Today, we've got another Travel Show first because we're recording a show deep underground. This is quite truly an amazing place. I've just spent the last hour in a state of wonderment as I uh, have been guided through the incredible tunnels here lined with cave formations um, by the esteemed Director of Public Relations here at Luray Caverns, John Schaefer. John, I know everybody who comes down here will enjoy this tour. In fact, it's the most visited uh, cave in uh, Eastern America, I believe. We're the most visited cave in the United States, as a matter of fact. We have a wonderful location next to Washington, D.C., and Shenandoah National Park is headquartered here in Luray. 
Now tell me about the discovery of this incredible place. There was a gentleman that moved uh, into Luray because of the hard times that our country was experiencing after the Civil War. He was really looking for a fortune. He heard the railroad was going to pass through our community. He also knew of a cave that was located 50 miles away that people actually paid money to visit. (laughs) So his goal was to find several people and go cavern searching through the community. Well, one more attempt on August 13th, pulling away the brush at a limestone outcropping on the uh, outside skirts of Luray, they felt cool air coming from between two rocks. Further exploration would actually reveal one of the largest caves in the world, and they eventually began taking tours uh, several months after that in 1878. And fast forward now to the 21st century, and these caves are such a civilized place to come down because we've come from the extreme heat of, of a late summer in, uh, in, in Virginia to this lovely temperature down here. It's 54 degrees year-round, warm in the winter and very cool in the summer, delightful. Uh, we have paved walkways, brick and cement throughout. Nothing like the spelunking tour that those gentlemen took in 1878. <laughs> yeah, this is an adventure that anyone can take. And I do recommend it because some of the sites I have seen in no other cave that I've been through, I particularly like those wonderful reflecting pools. The, the water is very fascinating for people. They love to see the water. And this reflection pool is a perfect reflection of the ceiling on the water. It's it's a uh, Imaginary. You do not believe it is actually a reflection until you see the drop come down and make the ripples. The image is quite incredible. And then, of course, there's a musical note to talk about. The largest musical instrument in the whole world is located in the ballroom at Luray Caverns. A gentleman from Washington, D.C., working at the Pentagon, our military installation, was a scientist, uh, an electronics engineer, and a musician touring one day. The guides used to tap the rocks, which we cannot do any longer. We, we don't want to harm the natural environment, but at that time you tapped the rocks. And Leland Sprinkle got the idea that he could make a musical instrument using the different tones of these hanging stalactites. After searching the caverns for stalactites that would match the musical scale, he was able to import a wooden console run five miles of cable through the caverns, attaching them to rubber-tipped mallets that when you pushed the key on the keyboard, it would strike the stalactite, creating a musical tone. Now, these stalactites were located over three and one-half acres around the caverns, thus making Guinness Book of World Records refer to the stalactite organ as the largest musical instrument in the world. And I have heard it play, and it plays a haunting melody. It is haunting. It can play any type song. It, it's played for every tour. It operates similar to a child's music box. We don't have an organist all the time, but it is a live playing and just a, a wonderful sound, regardless of what type music is being played on that given day. But above all, it's just the, the sheer number and variety and color of all of the cave formations, the stalagmites, stalactites that you see on the guided tour through this cave system that makes it stand out in my memory. We're noted for the profusion of formations and the natural color. The colors are caused by the minerals in the soil. The orange or reddish brown is the dominant color, the, the reddish color. And uh, manganese makes gray, copper makes a little green, and the pure calcite is the magnificent white. 
the uh, Smithsonian Institution made the comment that they are aware of no other cave in the world that has more stalactite and stalagmite formations than that of Luray. It's a great day out and certainly an experience to remember. Thank you, John, for guiding me through the You are most welcome. A highlight of any good road trips are the one-of-a-kind accommodations encountered along the way. And they don't come any more singular than where I am tonight, the Mimslin Inn here on Main Street, Luray. Jim Sims is the general manager of the Mimslin Inn. And Jim, from the very moment you first sight the inn as you come up the sweeping drive to the great porticoed entrance, everything reeks of southern hospitality. It's the perfect location being right in the middle of the Shenandoah Valley. We have a lot of southern gracious hosts here. You mentioned the location, and to me that, that is paramount because you are so close to so many wonderful things. Yes, we're just minutes away from the Shenandoah National Park, Skyline Drive, just a stone's throw from Luray Caverns, right on the Shenandoah River, and just 90 minutes from Washington, D.C. All wonderful things, of course, and the, the little uh, treasure that is Luray Town itself. It's such a, a lovely, charming little place. It's a great place to shop. We have lots of antique shopping and, and other little um, shops to, to venture in. Yeah, hikes along the river, even a patisserie, the gathering grounds is right there. They're all key spots. The gathering grounds are a great place to go for coffee and Danish. Great history to the place, too, and some famous people have stayed here. Uh, Mrs. Roosevelt stayed here in 1936 when they dedicated the Shenandoah National Park. That's, that's quite extraordinary because uh, she was a, a great lady and she wanted to stay in style while her husband was up in the hills. Absolutely, and Miss um, Amelia Earhart also stayed with her on several occasions. Well, we've had the pleasure of dining in this, this lovely dining room that we're, we're speaking in right now with wonderful murals on the wall as well from the 1930s, I guess? Uh, yes, the murals were picture, from pictures we found in the construction and they're actually real people, real scenes that actually happened here. Great sweeping staircase takes you up to your room rooms and the, uh, the views out over the, the misty uh, hills and mountains. The, the magical staircase, we call that. Yes. Thank you so much for your kind hospitality here, Jim. My pleasure. To find out more about this diverse destination, check out virginia.org and specifically this charming town of Luray, lurepage.com. I'm going to get a good night's sleep here at the historic Mimslin Inn, before we head off into the Shenandoah National Park itself tomorrow, where we're going to experience Shenandoah on the river and on the trails. So don't go away. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Virginia is for lovers of fall. This autumn, fall in love with a colorful Virginia when nature calls in notes of crimson and gold. Throughout Shenandoah National Park and the Shenandoah Valley, millions of acres are bursting into fall color, painting a new landscape with each passing day. Love every gastronomic delight and UNESCO World Heritage Site as Virginia blushes for lovers of the great outdoors. Find a list of fall festivals and 48-hour getaways at virginia.org fall. Introducing the Canada-U.S. US plan from, from TELUS. When we fly south, we love sharing pictures of restaurants. So much food. We call our kids just to see what they're doing. They're always working. We tell them about the tiki party. So many daiquiris. Maybe it's a little too easy to keep in touch. What? The Canada-U.S. plan from TELUS gives you unlimited talk and text on both sides of the border. Plus, use your data just like you would at home. Conditions apply. Learn more at telus.com slash Canada-U.S. Oh, oh. 
Getting to a debt-free life can be as easy as 4321. Call Spurgill today and start counting down your debts. Bankruptcy isn't the only solution, and you have better options than you realize. The professionals at Spurgill have helped over 40,000 people reach their dreams of being debt-free. Get a fresh start and start pursuing your dreams. Visit Spurgill.ca or call us at 310-4321 or fast dial us from your cell at pound 4321 to speak to a licensed insolvency trustee. Your home was once your comfort zone, but now you have an accessibility challenge that turns a home into a hazard. The solution? The Total Home Safety Check. Total Access Center will come to your home, check every room for potential hazards, and then suggest the best safety solutions. It's sort of like your home adapting to you. Book your no-charge assessment with the Total Access Center. Call 416-546-1000. Yes, the Total Home Safety Check is free. And isn't that comforting? I'm Jen. And I'm Paul. And we're your experts at Shoppers Home Healthcare. Hey, Paul, ever felt like you could use some support? You mean from our wide selection of knee braces? No, I mean like you need something to lean on. Ah, like our trusty walkers and rollators. No, I mean like you could use some extra warmth in your life. Oh, you mean like our cozy heated blankets. <sighs> You're right, Paul. At Shoppers Home Healthcare, we've got what you need to live every day at your best. Plus, you can earn and spend Shoppers Optimum points to save. Restrictions apply. Visit shoppershomehealthcare.ca or find a store near you. Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Broadway's blockbuster musical Rock of Ages is coming to Cambridge. The time, 1987. The place, Los Angeles. A city boy and a small town girl fall in love and chase their dreams of making it big. Leave the kids at home and rock out to all your favorite 80s anthems made famous by bands like Journey, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, Pat Benatar, Whitesnake, and more. Rock of Ages, October 11th through November 5th at the Dunfield Theater, Cambridge. Visit GreatonEntertainment.com. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Virginia Tourism. He's been there, done that, and wants to go back. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to The Travel Show, on the road in the mountains of Virginia, where we're about to dive into one of America's most popular national parks, Shenandoah. I'm Chris Robinson, and my knowledgeable guide is Christy Bragginton from Virginia Tourism. Christy, we're, we're going to see the splendors of Shenandoah today. What do you suggest that we experience? I'm so excited. Well, you've picked a wonderful time to be here. It's a great time to be outdoors with crisp mornings and warm afternoons. And we've got just about every activity imaginable in Shenandoah National Park in the Shenandoah Valley. Um, let's think about going hiking on the Appalachian Trail, where Virginia has more than any other state in number of miles. Or maybe we should go kayaking. Yeah, why don't we start with kayaking? Let's go on the Shenandoah River. I'm right with you. I'm still on a high from a blissful canoe outing on the Shenandoah River. And back on dry land, I want to find out more about adventures on the river with Nancy Sotosanti from Shenandoah River Outfitters. Nancy, getting out on the river is truly a great way to experience the Shenandoah. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful river with the mountains on each side. And you have a, a number of ways that, that visitors can experience the, the river. Yeah, we have uh, canoes, kayaks, rafts, and inner tubes. So as you drift down the river, you're looking up at these beautiful blue smoky mountains in the distance and the forest on either side. It's, it's just an idyllic way to, as I say, to experience the river itself. We were actually in a um, sit-on kayak, which I thought, wow, I'm not sure how this is going to work on the rapids, 
but it, it's easy. Well, the river level was nice today for you, and it was, it was a beautiful day. Did you see any eagles? Didn't see an eagle, but, but I saw a couple of herons, great blue herons, beautiful birds. Yeah. And for birders, of course, this is paradise. Yes, there's lots of birds, and then we do have the eagles too. And your trips can last from, what, 90 minutes to full days? Uh, we have hour trips, a half hour, uh, hour and a half trips, three, uh, three hours, five hours, two or three days if you have time to spend it on the river. You can go up to 45 miles if you have three days. Well, for me, as I say, blissful is probably the right word to use because we were just drifting down. And every now and again, there'd be some riffles and and then a a little rapid, but nothing to get too frightened about. It was just, just right. And all the time, this gorgeous serenity of the forests and and the, the mountains. Yes, yes. It's a beautiful place out here in Page County. Just, what, half an hour, less than half an hour from the, the, uh, the town of Luray. Yeah, and we're about 90 miles from Washington, D.C. Couldn't be easier. So this is a lovely way to experience the Shenandoah River, and that's exactly what we've done before we go up into Shenandoah National Park. Thank you, thank you Nancy, so much for, for letting us uh, experience your little bit of paradise. I'm glad you had a beautiful day to do it on. I am in awe of this place. This place being Shenandoah National Park in Virginia's Appalachians. It's a landscape of magnificent vistas cloaked in the first stirrings of fall colours. And where better to learn how to experience the best of this national park than by speaking with Helen Morton, who has the privilege of working here in the park with Delaware North, who look after the accommodations for visitors in the park. Helen, you work here What an amazing privilege. And your father did, too. Yes, yes, he did many years ago with the first concessioner, which was Virginia Skyline Company. And I'm following in his footsteps. Um, We uh, have been here for over 30-some years and have enjoyed it. It's a marvelous place, and it's a great destination. Well, it truly is. It takes a breath away. What do you suggest for first-time visitors to the park? First thing I would suggest is going to one of the visitor centers. Uh, The biggest one is at Big Meadows area, mile 51, and it's called Bird Visitor Center. It gives a great overview. The history of this park is very different and unique than the western parks. Um, This was inhabited by over 500 people uh, before it became a national park, so it's a lot of human history behind this. Um, So it gives them an overview, tells them about that that history, the Civilian Conservation Corps, how the park was formed, and why it was in the Depression era. So it gives them a good, good taste for that. Great suggestion. And, of course, that is situated on Skyline Drive, which is kind of the thread through which the, the traveler uh, goes as, as they visit the park. Absolutely. It is the main artery that goes to the top of this mountain across the Blue Ridge. It's 105 miles and has over 75 overlooks. So you can pull over many times. You don't even to get out of the car you can do an overlook. But there are also over 500 hiking trails. So you don't want to miss a good hike. 500 hiking yes. trails. Okay, now you've got to help me uh, decide what, what am I going to do? <laughs> well, one of the most popular is, of course, the Appalachian Trail, uh, the AT. And that's 101 miles that goes through this park. Um, if you want to cover that, you can also uh, take a portion of it. You don't have to take all 101 miles. Um, there was some of the most popular Stony Man uh, Trail, which is right from Skyland, which where we're sitting right now, one of our properties, and that takes you to a beautiful mountain summit. We also have hikes to waterfalls, such as Dark Hollow Falls, and that's one of the most popular too. So, so much to choose from.
from and the uh, of course the the vistas are just to die for in in both directions east and west absolutely uh, you have the piedmont which looks toward washington dc uh, to the west to the east i'm sorry and then you also have the shenandoah valley which is to your west so again vistas wherever whichever turn you take and helen as visitors drive along the skyline drive there are plenty of opportunities for them to lay their weary heads and to uh, also eat some some pretty good uh, local food absolutely we have uh, three properties lodging properties uh, one is lewis mountain cabins a rest- uh, very historic r- rustic cabins we have uh, big meadows lodge which has 97 rooms and they range from uh, main lodge rooms to uh, more comfortable traditional rooms and then of course we have skyland where we're sitting which has 178 rooms um, they range from again rustic cabins to very comfortable accommodations with air conditioning wi-fi and all the amenities wonderful so much to look forward to thank you for all the good advice helen i'm going to start lacing up my hiking boots and get hiking great well after all that uh, exercise and fresh air i'm certainly ready for a good meal and a place to lay my weary head tonight so it's good to be in the company of nick smith general manager of the skyland lodge here in shenandoah national park can you just tell our listeners or try and describe to our listeners the view that we're looking out on from here. The, the view here in the dining room at Skyland is, is certainly outstanding. On a clear day, you can see three mountain ranges um, over to the west of, of Skyland, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And below us, uh, that is the town of Luray, Virginia. It's a population of about 5,000 people that live down there with the Luray Caverns and the Shenandoah River uh, runs right through Page County. And we've just been enjoying those earlier on in this trip. So this is a wonderful connection because, of course, they're just the springboard to, to the real jewel in the crown, which is the National Park. And we're sitting right in the middle of the National Park here. Y- yes, we are, right in the middle. We're at milepost 41. Uh, the Skyline Drive is 105 miles long, and Skyline being the biggest property. Um, have 178 rooms here. It's over a 75-acre complex. I've got 28 different buildings uh, with cabins, suites, rooms with views of that beautiful view you're looking at today, the Shenandoah Valley. And we've just uh, had our first uh, view of our own room, and it's just glorious. The views, as you say, seem to go on forever. And you can see why uh, sometimes they're called the uh, the, the Blue Ridge Mountains, because the, the, the ridges just seem to go on forever. Yes, they do. And, and here in a couple of weeks, we're going to have the fall foliage. Right. Uh, that is the biggest uh, season for us when the leaves uh, turn yellow and red. And it'll be a lot of guests up here um, in the month of October. And we're high up in the mountains, too. We are. We're at about 4,000 feet, the highest peak here in Shenandoah National Park. And, um, it's, you know, it's abs- like I said, it's absolutely gorgeous. And here in a few weeks, a guest from all over the country will be up here experiencing the fall foliage. There'll be a few Canadians amongst them, I'm sure. And the Skyland Lodge, of course, is just the latest iteration of a number of hospitality lodges and, and hotels and retreats that have been here since the 19th century. There is. Uh, Skyland um, was founded by George Freeman Pollock back in the uh, late 1900s. He, he ran this operation. Um, it was privately owned up till the um, late 30s. You wouldn't expect to find great uh, dining, perhaps, in such a remote place so high up in the mountains, but that's exactly what you offer here. Absolutely. We serve three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Of course, dinner being our busiest meal, we try to gear our menu based on um, southern favorites here. 
such as fried chicken and pot roast and, and turkey dinners. And we try to theme it around that, you know, southern region around the, around the area here. Is there a website that our listeners should go to to, uh, to find out more about this wonderful place? Absolutely. You can go to um, www.goshenandah.com and uh, you can read all about Skyland and all our concessions here in the Shenandoah National Park. Thank you very much, Nick, for your time, for your hospitality, and I think we should have a quick beer, don't you? Yes, sir. I agree with that. To find out more about this great state, visit virginia.org. We're going to take a drive south now, down through the world-famous Skyline Drive towards Charlottesville in the next part of the show. So do stay with us. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Virginia is for lovers of fall. This autumn, fall in love with a colorful Virginia when nature calls in notes of crimson and gold. Throughout Shenandoah National Park and the Shenandoah Valley, millions of acres are bursting into fall color, painting a new landscape with each passing day. Love every gastronomic delight and UNESCO World Heritage Site as Virginia blushes for lovers of the great outdoors. Find a list of fall festivals and 48-hour getaways at virginia.org slash fall. Sweet What if a famous male duo of the 50s and 60s got to perform alongside the most iconic singer of all time? We can dream, can't we? Or we can sing along on October 27th. Orbison and the Everly Brothers Reimagined, an unforgettable night at the Mississauga Living Arts Center. Get your tickets now, 905-306-6000, or go to livingartscenter.ca. It started as an idea. A business you could call your own, something that represented you, your values, your belief that with a little hard work, anything was possible. At Vistaprint, we applaud that can-do spirit because we believe that those who want to achieve should have the tools to achieve, which is why we're offering 500 customizable business cards for just $9.99. Business cards that make you stand out, be remembered, that say, I can get the job done. At Vistaprint, we give you the flexibility to design the business card you can be proud of. You can customize one of our existing designs or be inspired to create one of your own. Have a logo? No problem. Winning is easy and your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed because what you hand out should make you stand out. But hurry, this offer won't last long. To get 500 professional business cards for just $9.99, go to vistaprint.ca today and enter promo code 1212 at checkout. That's vistaprint.ca, promo code 1212. How would you like a second source of income without a second job? At Online Trading, their patented core strategy will help you follow what Wall Street is doing and how profits are made when the market goes up or down. Right now, Online Trading is offering a free Wall Street Insider Kit so you can get started right away. Just call 855-813-TRADE. 855-813-TRADE. That's 855-813-8723. Listen to Power Trading this Sunday, 7.30 a.m. right here on Zoomer Radio. Don't you just love it when a good deal comes around? Your Toronto Ford dealers do too. That's why they're letting everyone in on Canada's best event. Right now, get the 2017 Escape, part of Canada's best-selling line of SUVs for 0% APR purchase financing for 72 months. And if that isn't enough, they're also getting you ahead of the cold weather with a no-extra-charge winter safety package, including winter tires, rims, and sensors. Visit your Toronto Ford store or findyourford.ca. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Virginia Tourism. 
Seeing the world through your radio. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. This week we're on location in and around Shenandoah National Park in the mountains of Virginia. And our host on the journey is Christy Bragginton with Virginia Tourism. Christy, that Skyline Drive is truly one of the most beautiful trips in America, for sure. And now here at its southern end, well, we're close to another lovely Virginia city. Yes, Chris, Charlottesville. It's another one of the great gateway cities into Shenandoah National Park, just further south at the end of Skyline Drive on the other side of the Blue Ridge Mountains. You'll find a ton of great stuff to do in Charlottesville. They've got a booming culinary scene, great wine tasting, cider tasting, lots of great shopping, ton of wealth of historical sites um, and music. Lots of music there. In fact, Dave Matthews' band got their start in Charlottesville. I didn't know that. And you've got a friend to show us around. Yes, Bree Warner. She's going to take you over right now. I'm here in Charlottesville with Bree Warner, Director of Sales and Marketing at the Charlottesville Albemarle Convention and Visitors Bureau. And Bree... A fellow Canadian. Yes, You are Chris. clearly attracted to living in this wonderful town. I am. This this is such a special place, Chris, and, you know, for many, many reasons. I think that if you think about our oldest and most famous son and resident, Thomas Jefferson, DJ. the DJ, whom we refer to lovingly around here, is the destination has truly grown into becoming a reflection of his passions and interests. Um, if you walk around, we are right now on the beautiful beautiful historic downtown mall right in the heart of Charlottesville. There's so much history here. The architecture is very unique and that's what something he was definitely passionate about. But beyond that, he was definitely America's first foodie uh, by accounts of many. And, he, and the destination just offers all of that. The, the great food, the wine. He loved wine. He tried actually to import some vines from Europe and that he tried to plant. And at this time in, in his age, he was not successful at making wine. But I think he would be so excited today to see that we over, have over 30 wineries in a 30-mile radius around Charlottesville. So between all of this wonderful Epicurean scene, all the history, the live music, of course, the great outdoors with Shenandoah National Park just a few miles down the road. We really are a destination that is extremely appealing. You do have it all. and that's, that's, I don't say that lightly. We're, we're sitting here on uh, one end of Main Street in the glorious sunshine with a gentle breeze blowing down from the mountains. We've just had a, a wonderful lunch at one of... How many restaurants do you have on Main Street alone? Main Street features over 120 restaurants and shops. So there's something for every taste. And such a great uh, range of, of menus, a lot of local produce. Yes, the agriculture around Charlottesville in Albemarle County, which is located all around Charlottesville, is really abundant. And so our chefs have the luxury to have access to fresh products and produce basically year round. And I'm talking about meat, uh, you know, fresh fruit, vegetables, everything to make a very, very unique and distinctive uh, menu offering for all palates. And we probably took about no less than 30 minutes to drop down from the Skyline Drive from Shenandoah National Park and we were here in the centre of, of town. And the transition is just amazing from being up, up in the sky just about to being in the heart of a really bustling, lovely university town. There's lots of students here. Absolutely. The trip is 
is very easy to make. It's easily accessible, and it's a, such a good complement to the park. I think because you know in the park you get that that back to nature experience, very fulfilling, very uh, introspective, and then here it's opened to the world. It's it's such a place that is you know it's it's cosmopolitan. It's got that vibe, that energy from the university, but also the artists, the uh, agricultures, all these people create this amazing mesh that provide a very, very unique vibe to Charlottesville and Albemarle County. And always seemingly something going on. So many fall festivals, for instance. Lots of fall festivals. Basically, every weekend, there's, I mean, the problem is always choosing what to do. So, you know, it, this is not a very large destination. This is not your Boston or your Philadelphia. It's a lot smaller, but at the same time, it offers so much. Some of our uh, bigger festivals are Festival of the, uh, of the Book that takes place in March. Uh, in November, we have the Virginia Film Festival, which is in its 30th anniversary this year. We've got in the summertime a beautiful beautiful, beautiful theater festival, the Heritage Theater Festival at the University of Virginia. So there's so much going on all the time, in addition to the, the fixed attractions that one can visit. And as you say, it is so manageable. I mean, you've got a free trolley service, for instance, that connects this lovely pedestrianized uh, downtown to, to the university. Yes, makes it really easy. However, I will say this, if you are planning on going out and visit Monticello and all the wineries, it's a good idea to have a vehicle, simply because you know it just makes life easier, but also, we have more and more companies that offer tour services. So if you would rather not have a car, they will come pick you up at your hotel, take you to visit four or five wineries, pack a gourmet lunch for you so can, you can spend the day just enjoying the beautiful vistas and flavors of Charlottesville. And you mentioned your vehicles and cars. I mean, this is a perfect stopover point for snowbirds heading south or coming back. Yes, we are the midway point between the, uh, you know, eastern Canada, I would say, you know, Montreal, Toronto areas and Florida, for instance, where a lot of Canadians have property, so please stop and visit us. I will personally be delighted to welcome you or assist you in planning a visit, uh, whatever the case may be. Wonderful. Well, you mentioned Monticello. We'll have to go there, but you also mentioned wineries, so uh, have you got a suggestion for where I should go next, perhaps? Hint, hint? Uh, yes, hint, hint. Well, a great place if you don't have a lot of time. I would suggest a visit to Carter Mountain Orchard, which is a, a short, uh, it's under 10 minutes from here. You'll travel all the way to the summit of the mountain, where the orchard is located, but they also have uh, satellite tasting rooms for a winery, Prince Michel Winery, and a cidery, Bold Rock Cider, which is incredible, has a tasting room there, so you can do all three. You can pick your own apples or peaches, depending on the season, and taste wine and artisanal cider as well. So you have the best of all worlds right there at the top of the mountain, only not even a mile from Monticello and maybe two miles from downtown Charlottesville. Warner, fellow Canadian, I shall raise a glass to you there. Thank you. Thank you so much for your visit, Chris. Enjoy. I'm high above Charlottesville at Carter Mountain Orchard with Cynthia Childs. Cynthia, this is so much more than just an orchard. Thank you. It really is. Uh, and you're here on a great night. We, uh, we're having our Thursday night sunset event. Uh, so we've got live music. We've got some food, a lot of wine and hard cider. And then, of course, apples. We're on top of a mountain here, overlooking Charlottesville, overlooking, of course, Shenandoah National Park. The sun is about to set in a spectacular fashion. As you say, there's music. There's lots of people having a good time and enjoying the great wine and cider. Yeah, it's really fun. 
fun to um, uh, be able to serve the wine from the grapes we grow here, the hard cider from the apples we grow. Uh, I like to call it farm to glass. This is probably the first time I've done an interview after experiencing an entire flight of wines and an entire flight of cider. You're doing very well. (laughs) Are some of the words in the right order? (laughs) What a great place to come to experience just uh, one of the places around the Charlottesville area where you can really taste the uh, the countryside. Yeah, it's a really unique area here, Charlottesville, Admiral County, uh, the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, uh, quite a foodie town, quite a wine and craft beer, hard cider town. Uh, it's hard to go wrong. It really is. We're also adjoining, literally adjoining the Thomas Jefferson home at Monticello. Yes, we look, uh, they're our neighbors. We look right over at the mountain there. Uh, we love, get so many people that, um, tourists that have visited Monticello for the first time, stop by here to get a little bit more history, get to see the view, which we think is just as good as uh, Mr. Jefferson's. Oh, I think it's probably even better. Okay, you said it, not me. (laughs) But we're going to find that out because we're going to go there tomorrow. But right now, I've got to say that uh, I need somewhere to lay my head, somewhere special Uh, to soak up the flavor. What would you suggest? Well, there's a lot of great places around here, but you cannot go wrong at Keswick Hall. The restaurant is is amazing the the accommodations are beautiful uh and the setting is is just gorgeous you can't go wrong thank you for the recommendation and thanks for your hospitality here loved having you anytime cynthia's recommendation of keswick hall and golf club just outside charlottesville was excellent i've certainly enjoyed my relaxing time here overlooking both the uh, the golf course on one side and the incredible scenery of the uh, the mountains on the other and indeed, dining at Fawcett's, their, uh, their wonderful restaurant, which is named after Edith Fawcett, Thomas Jefferson's cook from Monticello, which is a nice link to where we'll be going tomorrow. It's the perfect springboard for Thomas Jefferson's Monticello. Some websites to remember, virginia.org, visit charlottesville.org and keswick.com. And now it's time just to relax a little bit more before the trip reaches a crescendo tomorrow with not one but two UNESCO World Heritage Sites. So do stay with us as we take a time trip back to Thomas Jefferson's days and find out what this great polymath sought to create, both for his home and for his ideal of education. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Virginia is for lovers of fall. This autumn, fall in love with a colorful Virginia when nature calls in notes of crimson and gold. Throughout Shenandoah National Park and the Shenandoah Valley, millions of acres are bursting into fall color, painting a new landscape with each passing day. Love every gastronomic delight and UNESCO World Heritage Site as Virginia blushes for lovers of the great outdoors. Find a list of fall festivals and 48-hour getaways at virginia.org fall. Stuff happens all the time on Consignment Heroes. Old stuff, neat stuff, and surprise, even rare stuff. It's up to experts Paul Kenny and his son Bogart to tell you which stuff is which. Call in with your stuff on the next daring episode of Consignment Heroes this Sunday at 1 on Zoomer Radio. Come and see me, Paul Kenny, Consignment Hero, and William Shatner, Captain Kirk from Star Trek at Southwestern Ontario's largest comic book show in London, Ontario, October 13th to 15th. Get details at London. LondonComicCon.ca No truck goes all out like a Ram truck does. All out hauling, all out towing, all out, all day, every day. Especially today. 
Right now, you can pick up a 2017 Ram 1500 with up to $10,500 in total discounts. That's one impressive haul. So hurry in. It's all happening now at the All Out Clear Out event. See dealer for details. Pharmacists offer more than just pills. So much more, in fact, that fitting everything into 30 seconds is going to be a stretch. <clears throat> they can make sure your medication is safe for you and that the dose is correct. They can give you a flu shot, help you quit smoking, check and track your blood pressure, help you manage your diabetes and your asthma, prevent medication interactions, give you advice on over-the-counter products, vitamins, and natural health remedies, explain how to use health care aids, take back expired and unused medications, and dispose of them safely. And that's just off the top of my head. Learn more at PharmacistsOfferMore.ca. Brought to you by the Ontario Pharmacists Association. I need to pick up groceries. I'll take you shopping, Mom. I can barely walk to the mailbox. You know, Mom, you sound like the perfect candidate for a health refund. A what refund? Healthrefund.com. A colleague of mine told me about it. People who have difficulty getting around could be entitled to a large refund from income taxes. I'd pay income tax. She went to healthrefund.com, and they helped her dad get a big refund. Healthrefund.com has been helping each of their clients save thousands of dollars, even up to 50000 I could afford to buy the scooter I need. And with Healthrefund.com, if you don't save, you don't pay. I found the number. But will I qualify? Let's call together and find out. See if you're eligible for a refund of income taxes by answering four simple questions. Pick up the phone now and call one 888 Healthrefund.com. From Grants International, the refund Fund experts one triple eight triple nine triple two one. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Virginia Tourism. Crossing oceans and borders with no passport required. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to Virginia and our road trip in and through Shenandoah National Park here on the Chris Robinson Travel Show. My inspiration on this memorable journey is Christy Braggington from Virginia Tourism. And Christy, we have now come to what in many ways is the highest point of so many high points on this trip, the sites associated with Thomas Jefferson in and around Charlottesville. We talked about the many historical sites around Charlottesville, and Thomas Jefferson's are some of the best. His home, Monticello, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, is here outside of Charlottesville. He also built University of Virginia, which is right there, and you'll visit later. We owe a lot to Thomas Jefferson. He's a wonderful architect. In fact, he built our state capitol at Richmond. I didn't know that. Okay, it's time to see the, the sights of Thomas Jefferson in and around Charlottesville. This is a remarkable place. I've been to many U.S. presidential homes over the years, but none tell the story of a great man quite so eloquently as Monticello. I'm with Linnea Grimm at Monticello, who can tell us more about the history of this home and, and the man who built it. Linnea, thank you so much for this wonderful tour of the place. Oh, we're so excited you're here today. He truly was a great man, and he speaks to us today. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the most remarkable things about Monticello is that you see Jefferson's mind everywhere that you look around this place. There's so much natural light um, and so many connections to nature, and both of those ideas were so important to Jefferson. 
um, as a political thinker as well as a natural scientist. This is so much his home and not a museum. Absolutely. And as you come in, uh, so often if you enter an old home, you see these portraits of people's ancestors on the walls. And here, when you walk in, you see Jefferson's interest and what he's most proud of, which is this nation that he's helped found. And so you see copies of the Declaration of Independence or portraits of the founding fathers um, as they're creating the nation. And then he's also so fascinated by everything that's out west within North America. And so you see things like uh, antlers on the wall. Yes. (laughs) Everything about the home is decorations and then it's layout and of course it's very structure is Jeffersonian. Absolutely. Uh, He's thinking about how to um, show space to its best effect. And so when you walk in, rather than seeing a grand central staircase, which you might expect to see in a lot of plantation homes, um, you see a large open area that, again, allows that light and space into the house. And uh, he's placed those stairways in the the side hallways, and they're quite narrow, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Quite an adventure to climb. And And I do, actually, very much recommend the behind the scenes tour too that takes you up to the uh, the upper levels upper levels um, most of our tours are on the first floor but we have a few every day that go up to our second and third floor because those staircases are small and winding we can't have um, all our visitors go upstairs but if you have a chance on the upper floors you get to go even in more in depth to Jefferson and learn about um, his whole household here both uh, his family as well as the enslaved individuals who helped run the house and you have have different uh, themed tours as well. Correct. Um, so uh, near the holiday times, we have special evening holiday tours um, when the house is lit by um, candlelights. Uh, very special um, yes. time to visit. And then also we try to connect to popular culture. Um, and so right now we have a tour that relates to the Broadway smash uh, hit uh, oh. Hamilton the yeah. musical. <laughs> Wonderful. The gardens too are spectacular. Jefferson um, was an avid gardener, um, very interested in horticulture, and he has a thousand foot vegetable garden um, that our gardeners have meticulously reproduced today, and so guests who come here can stroll along it and see uh, many of the plants that Jefferson enjoyed um, growing as well as eating. And of course, we are on top of a mountain essentially here. Absolutely, and so the uh, views today are beautiful. In Jefferson's time, um, many of the trees that we see today would not have been here, and you would have been looking at over a 5,000-acre plantation um, where a number of slaves worked in, uh, worked in the fields and worked um, to produce the crops that Jefferson tried to sell. Thank you so much, Linnea, for, for making Jefferson so real and, and so relevant with our time to you. Well, thank you today. so much for visiting. Monticello is magnificent. But there is another Jeffersonian creation in Charlottesville, and I've met up here in the center of the city with Sanjay Sujak of the University of Virginia to find out all about the University of Virginia Rotunda and so much more. It's quite the sight, isn't it, Sanjay? It is. It's a pleasure to be here every day working. It's quite a treat. Yeah, it's not a bad workplace, I suspect, to stroll by uh, every day of your working life. No, as a photographer, it's a visual treat to be have this as your subject every day. Well, as a photographer, can you try and paint a picture for our, our listeners of, of what we're seeing here? Sure. So the University of Virginia uh, is located on land that was partially owned by another president, Uh, James Monroe. And it's sort of on a slight hill uh, about a couple miles from the main center of Charlottesville. And we have the rotunda anchoring the academical village in the lawn, with the rotunda being a three-story 
round building with a, a dome, white dome on it. And on the academical village, on each side, there's five pavilions. And in between, there's lawn rooms where the students live. And this wide lawn with brick crosswalks on it and uh, sort of the central meeting place for the university. And downward from that slight hill, the whole university spirals out into the countryside and toward, back towards the city. So the, the architecture is, is stunning, but the ambiance, of course, because this is a living, breathing place. Uh, there are students everywhere. It's amazing that students are attending a university in what in many places would be considered a museum and using it in the original intention of Thomas Jefferson every day. You think Jefferson would have been pleased to, uh, to look down on this? I think he'd be thrilled with uh, how things are going and thrilled with the progressive steps that the university has taken in the years since he's been here. Now, for the visitors, there, there is so much to see. Obviously, the Rotunda is the place to start, but, but uh, then, you know, where do you go? Do you go to see um, Poe's rooms, for instance? There, there is so much to see here. Uh, I'd recommend a visitor start at the Rotunda, talk to one of the wonderful students there. Um, there's a exhibition in the Lower East Oval which has various artifacts and photos of the university through its time in history. Then take yourself up to the dome room, and for the first glimpse of the lawn, make sure it's out the window of the dome room, and look out and see the students having a picnic on the lawn, walking to class, uh, townspeople playing their guitar or painting. It's quite a sight. From there, take a walk down the lawn room and uh, see if you can catch a peek in one of the lawn rooms if a student is in there. Um, these were the original dormitory housing for the students when Jefferson envisioned this university and when classes started in 1825, and they're still used to this day for their purpose. The professors live in the pavilions. Take a walk around the lawn. Then take a walk to the West Range, and you'll see uh, where graduate students live in similar housing to the lawn room students. And number 13 there is Edgar Allan Poe's room. And that is a room that we suspect that was occupied by Edgar Allan Poe when he was a student here. He left, unfortunately, because his stepfather could not afford to pay his tuition. From there, uh, take a walk across the small quad to the Albert and Shirley Small Special Collections Library. And it's one of the rare hidden treats of this university. If you walk in the basement, you will see a treasure trove of American history, copies of the Declaration of Independence, notes and letters from founding fathers of America, sculptures. Um, if you go into the corner of the reading room, there's William Faulkner's typewriter and a lot more treasures to discover. I think another of Jefferson's concepts uh, remains true today, that this is very much a community of, of, of teachers and students. It really is. I've, I've worked at other universities before, but I've never been at a university where students and teachers are so intertwined and they care so much about each other. Another exhibit that people should be uh, uh, should definitely see is the Berlin yes. Wall. Uh, between the library and the West Range, there are two segments of the Berlin Wall that have been erected under glass for students to see, and it's quite a sight. Make sure you visit both sides. And all this is connected, of course, by the trolley bus to downtown Charlottesville. Yep, anybody who's in Charlottesville can get on the free trolley, and in a couple minutes you'll be down here and get a wonderful view of the town as you get here. It's a stunning, wonderful, historical place. I'm so pleased to have finally seen this this UNESCO World Heritage Site. Thank you, Sanjay, for providing a brilliant finish to our road trip here in Virginia. And thank you for visiting Charlottesville. Come back anytime. All good road trips have to come to an end, unfortunately, and this has been a particularly memorable one. My thanks to Christy for being the perfect guide on this trip and to all the Virginian interviewees I've met along the way for sharing their knowledge and their enthusiasm of this beautiful Shenandoah region. To find out more, visit virginia.org. And there is also detailed planning information on the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website. 
While you're there, you can share this journey further on the travel blog and Pinterest sites by following the links from the homepage. Or better still, plan your own trip down to Virginia to enjoy the many pleasures of Shenandoah in the fall, or the spring, or the summer. Join me next week for another travel experience. Until then, bon voyage and cheerio from the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with news and views from the world of travel. WestJet has announced that it's creating a new ultra-low-cost airline in Canada called Swoop. It is planned to provide Canadians with a no-frills, lower-fare travel option backed by an airline with a reputation of bringing lower fares to Canadians. With a base price that starts with just a seat, Swoop will create an a la carte service that allows the traveller to decide whether to add food, checked baggage or in-flight entertainment at an additional cost. The idea is not to replace other airlines, WestJet in particular I assume, but just to complement the options available. Swoop will be based in Calgary and will begin selling flights in early 2018. The website for the new airline is flyswoop.com. MasterCard's 2017 Global Destination Cities Index has just been published. This ranks 132 top destination cities by visitor volume and spending. For the second year in a row, Bangkok is poised to be the most popular city in the world for international travellers. The Thai capital is projected to welcome nearly 20.2 million international overnight visitors this year. Before Bangkok's two-year run in the number one spot, London occupied the top ranking and London retained its number two spot for the second year running with projected arrivals topping 20 million in 2017. Paris is in third place at 16.1 million visitors and Dubai comes in at number four very close behind. Singapore rounds out the top five for arrivals and the top US destination is New York which came in sixth. The deal of the week is more of a deal window of opportunity over the next few weeks. I've spoken about how the recent hurricanes have devastated Caribbean destinations such as San Martin, Dominica and Puerto Rico. But most of the Caribbean destinations are up and running again or were not affected by the storms at all. However, the common perception is that popular destinations such as Cuba and the Dominican Republic are not open for business. So vacation bookings have suffered accordingly. This is the opportunity. Most of the major tour operators such as Transat, Sunwing, Air Canada and WestJet are now offering generous deals to Cuba and the DR in particular to entice travellers back. In the past week I have seen offers of all-inclusive vacations at half price, well under the $1,000 mark for a week's all-inclusive package to a four-and-a-half-star top brand resort such as Melia. So, check out the current deals with your local travel agent and you may find yourself with a bargain trip as well as helping the local Caribbean economies recover from the storms. Next week, the travel show features the winning combination of Transat Holidays and Decameron Hotels and Resorts. We'll be exploring some of the more exotic corners of the Caribbean and Central America, such as El Salvador, Haiti, Panama and Cartagena in Colombia. This is where Decameron Resorts have opened doors into new and exciting southbound destinations. 
and with Transat to create the air and resort packages at great value prices to these resorts, it's easy to be transported to paradise. I've personally taken my family on vacation. Yes, I do sometimes travel for pure pleasure too, with Transat to both the Decameron Resorts in Panama and the one in El Salvador, and each one was memorable. Drop in at the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website for the details of this show, and while you're there, check out the links on my homepage to my travel blog and Pinterest boards. Don't forget to tune in next Saturday or Sunday at 11am here on Zuma Radio as we take the show down to the tropics with Transat and Decameron Resorts on the Chris Robinson Travel Show.